You're an extremely successful man. You're a public figure. You're one of the world's wealthiest people, of course. How does that make you feel? Do you feel good about being a a wealthy person? Does it ever enter your head that you came to this country with nothing and now you're... It It never enters my head. I go to work every day. I work hard every day. I work seven days a week. Maybe I used to lug uh, cases of soda from the basements up to the store. Welcome to Dig Life Deep with John Aiden Byrne. You just heard John Katsimatidis. He is a New York billionaire businessman, owner, chairman, and CEO of the grocery chain, Christidis Foods. He's a radio talk show host and owner of WABC in New York City. John is an all-around fascinating American who tells it straight. He has been active in politics and a runner-up for mayor of New York City in 2013. And he's my guest coming up. Is America under attack by sinister forces from within and outside the country? Is New York City under attack? It's a fair question, according to some analysts. Given events of recent years from street riots, political unrest, COVID lockdowns, tensions at home and abroad, the rising price of oil and soaring inflation, scandals, extremist ideology, and more. We'll get into that with my guest, John Katsimatidis, in a wee moment. I'm your host, John Aidan Byrne. We keep digging for the secrets and stories of uncommon and everyday things and interesting people. Did you receive a call or message that mentioned Social Security and demanded immediate action? Did the caller know your social security number or other personal information and tell you that your social security number had been used in connection with the crime? Did you feel worried that your social security number might be suspended, your bank account might be frozen or seized, or you could be arrested? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, demand your personal information or instant payment, email or text you pictures or documents, or use a real government official's name to gain your trust. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Do not be fooled. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to the Social Security Administration Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Well, hello again, and I hope you're all well. It is grand to have you back. And before we play my interview with the New York billionaire, John Katsimatidis, I was presented with stunning data on the state of play of New York's other billionaire population. It was crunched for me by the group who runs the website money.co.uk, money.co.uk I thank them dearly for this brilliant analysis so where are all the young billionaires under 40 in New York City where are all our young Mark Zuckerbergs in New York City the data shows New York lost one billionaire under 40 the past year so we're down to one solitary under 40 billionaire and he's an Australian native Hope Welkers. San Francisco is holding steady with 13 down one from last year. 
and Beijing has seen its young billionaire population soar from four in 2019 and from two last year to nine today. And this data came from money.co.uk. All told, the Big Apple has 99 billionaires, according to Forbes. And one of those billionaires is my guest, John Katsimatidis. I'm your host, John Aidan Byrne. John, you're welcome to my show. How are you doing? I am doing well, and uh, we all survived uh, the problems of the last two years. And uh, we are, are praying for America because America, I would say America is under attack in many, many directions. And, and uh, I think we're being tested to see if we survive to America's 300th year in 2076. Well, we know the usual suspects, but could you identify them for us? Who is attacking America? I think we're being attacked by various uh, uh, people in, in the world, whether it's Russia, whether it's China, whether it's Iran, uh, whether everybody, uh, my, my belief is that the people we have in Washington are not as smart as we'd like them to be. And our foreign competition is a little bit smarter and they can zig and they can zag and they're taking advantage of us in many, many ways. There's a lot of disinformation out there and there's a very fractured media or let's call it a one-sided media by many accounts. And the public consumes all this and is hoping they are being led in the right direction. You're suggesting the public has not been led in the right direction. We're not being led in the right direction. Right now, uh, don't forget America. North America has 100 years worth of oil. The first, first thing that this administration did was shut down the pipeline uh, and uh, uh, that did is allow uh, the Russians to turn on their pipelines. So what happens is we went from 13 and a half million barrel a day down to 11 and a half hours a day. And all of a sudden, instead of generating enough oil for our own consumption, uh, we are begging in Russia and OPEC to, to sell us more oil at $80 a barrel, which is, they're laughing all the way to the bank. Uh, one key thing I tell my friends is that I had uh, the senator from Alaska on my show. And the senator from Alaska says, Alaska has a two million barrel a day pipeline in existence right now in the United States. They're only shipping 400,000 barrels. Why? Nobody can answer the question. But we ship two million barrels a day. Why are we begging Europe? Why are we begging OPEC? Why are we begging Russia? Canada, just as much oil. Only they want to ship us more oil. It's not about being a Republican. It's not about being a Democrat. It's about having common sense. And if we have the oil, why do we want to pay double the price and buy it from the foreigners? So what happens? America loses. Americans lose. And who wins? Well, Russia is laughing. Putin is laughing away to the bank. OPEC, they're going to be buying brand new 740s private jets again. But isn't all this coming from the green activists, the idea also of weaning us off fossil fuels? Do you think that's well, the really the story or is there something else going on? Is there something sinister behind all of this? 
I think there's something more sinister going on behind this. Don't forget, at everybody Rush is pushing the American automobile companies to make electric cars. You know, that's what they're pushing General Motors, they're pushing Ford. You know who makes the batteries for the electric cars? It's all China. Yeah. We have to buy all the batteries from China. And China, China needs cobalt and lithium. You know, we can find that lithium in Afghanistan. So, what so we're we not, we're America's not going to be the beneficiary of all of this. So we're go if down we want to become years. dependent, no, America loses China. It's business. They're outsmarting us in the world business community. I have nothing against Chinese, against the Russians. I am being open. All I'm saying is people in our people are or something else that we don't know. Cartels, uh, the Mexican cartels, are shipping drugs. Yeah. They're shipping drugs up to our children. And what happens? 90, it's laced with fentanyl. 93,000 or 100,000 deaths already this year. Yeah. They're attacking our children and some of our dumb adults doing drugs. And we're, 100,000 people have died already. It's, it's, five, it's, six, it's, it's sad. Five, six, 700,000 from COVID, 100,000 from drugs, and the attack keeps coming on. Well, well you, you talk about a lot of these topics on your popular radio show um, that we listen to. How do you rate New York on all of these issues? Is it a New York under attack? New York has been under attack for the last uh, few years. Uh, even though I had a lot of confidence that uh, Bill, Mayor Bill de Blasio was a smart guy, we started doing some dumb things. Uh, we have, uh, on the previous mayors, we've had 30,000 sickly people, mentally ill people in hospitals. Well, guess what? We're down to 3,000 in hospitals. The other 27,000 were sent to the, to the streets of New York. We call them homeless but they're mentally ill. Mm. Those people need to be put in hospitals and taken care of. And they're in the streets being homeless. And, and, and when they're homeless and they're hungry, they attack our citizens. Enough is enough, guys. And I'm saying, I've said that many, many times. And some of these people call themselves progressives. They talk about, they, they call themselves that they want to help. They're not helping anybody. These 27,000 in the streets should be in hospitals being taken care of, not in, not in the streets in New York, not in the subways in New York, throwing people off the, uh, the, uh, off the platforms. They need drugs. They need help. And the American people are getting conned, E-O-N-N-E-D, conned by the woke generation. They don't love America. I love America. We want America the way it always was. We want people to work hard and have a chance to become billionaires. Well, we'll talk about your own success story in a moment, but I, I interviewed you some months ago um, and we were talking about uh, during the height of the COVID pandemic in New York, many very wealthy people were leaving the city. Are we still seeing that? Well, a lot of people have left. The people that voted for the people in office didn't have the courage to stay and help make a difference, didn't have the courage to, to, to put their foot down and say enough is enough. The I believe in common sense Democrats. 
I believe in common sense Republicans. I believe in common sense independents. But common sense has to prevail. And the so-called progressives didn't have the courage to stand up against the people that are trying to tear down our society. I have publicly said on the radio in front of a million people, if some of these uh, progressives that don't like our way of life, we will buy them a one-way ticket to Venezuela or Havana (laughs) because nobody's breaking down the doors to get into Venezuela or Havana. They're breaking down the doors to get into the United States and trying to change us. We don't want to change. We love our way of life. We love capitalism. We love working hard. And don't uh, all the common sense Americans out there stand up and be counted because we love America and we don't want America's change the, the wrong way. We want our kids and our grandkids to grow up. We want our kids and our grandkids to, to have the America we grew up with and love. You clearly have an affinity and an affection for America. You came to this country as a little baby, I guess, with your family. And yours is a rags to riches story. You are the epitome of the American dream. In your early 20s, you were a millionaire. Well, when, when you, I came here when I was six months old, I, and that's what America is all about. I would say if you took it to Forbes 1,000 billionaires, this is 1,000 billionaires at least right now. Mm. You know where you find that most of them have been created in the last 20 years. And how do you create billionaires? People that are smart, they're willing to work hard and, and, and have good leadership skills. And you can do that in America. A lot of people can do that in America. But and it doesn't happen that easily in other countries. That's why America was always the land of opportunity. Of course, you're in an elite club. You're not on now. You're you're in the billionaire class. You're one of two thousand six hundred or whatever in the world. And now we hear in Washington this drumbeat of tax the rich. How does that make you feel? Well, you know, how did one of our friends say it? That's a lot of crap. You know what happens I, right now? They, the Washington says we're going to only tax the corporations. We're only going to tax the rich. When you tax the corporations, what do they do? They raise their prices. And who do they raise the prices to? The poor and the middle class. The price in the last nine months of oil has gone almost double. The gasoline, almost double. Clothing, way up. Food, 15 to 20%. So who is paying the higher prices? They, the, the poor and the middle class. They use the word inflation to confuse people. And you know what the definition of inflation is? The poor and the middle class are paying the higher price. So that's a real tax. That's where the tax is. The tax goes to the poor and the middle class. Because when you raise the prices to the corporations, the corporations just pass it on in their pricing and their product. So if... Washington continues on its tax policies. You're saying that businesses and corporations will pass that on to the middle classes and they will feel the real crunch of all of this. The real crunch comes to the poor and middle classes because they're paying more for their gasoline. They're paying more for their clothing. They're paying more 
for their their food. The prices in food stores are up to 15 to 20 percent more. Right now, this year, the price of a Thanksgiving dinner is almost double what it used to be. It seems relentless. I mean, the White House has said this could be temporary or will be temporary. They tempered our language depending on what reports come out of the Fed. But this inflation is not going away anytime soon. How do you how do you say it again? I hate to use the word again. They're full of crap. They're yeah. not telling the people the truth. Now, I'll give you another example. You know, the other example is why did the FDA go to the federal courts and told the federal courts over the last week that they want to seal all the uh, documents and all the numbers for 55 years on the COVID vaccines. Mind-boggling? It is mind-boggling. It's, it's, it's jaw-dropping. They did it. They did it. There's something they don't want us to know. And what, what do you think there might be in those documents? Any ideas? I have no idea, but there's something. If they're asking the federal government what? To seal it for 55 years, something. You know, when I was growing up, there used to be an old expression. Something's rotten in Denmark. Well, mm-hmm. something's rotten somewhere because what do they want to keep secrets for 55 years? Today, and I hate to have a timely thing, today is the 58th year of President Kennedy's death. Again, that President Trump or President Biden did not allow uh, the release of the final documents of the Warren Commission of who really killed President Kennedy. It's, it's, it's amazing. And then it just fires up the um, conspiracy theories. I want to talk about... Um, I believe that the same people that killed President Kennedy killed Martin Luther King and killed Robert Kennedy to keep the secret going. Well, that's just your theories. Same people killed him. And, and what do you base that on, John? Do your research. Okay, we, we will we'll do some research and maybe we can pick that up at some other time. Uh, you're an extremely successful man. You're a public figure. You're one of the world's wealthiest people, of course. How does that make you feel? Do you feel good about being a, a wealthy person? Does it ever enter your head that you came to this country with nothing and now you're... You've this- it, never, it never enters my head. I go to work every day. I work hard every day. I work seven days a week. Maybe I used to lug... Uh, cases of soda from the basements up to the store. Okay, I don't do that. Maybe I work seven days a week, but I work on a computer. I work with my mind and I work in leadership things, t- allowing, allowing our people to do their work. I, but yeah. I still work very hard and I enjoy my work. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. My guest is John Katsimatidis, the New York billionaire businessman, owner, chairman, and CEO of the grocery chain, Christidis Foods. 
He's a radio talk show host and pundit and owner of WABC in New York City. I'm your host, John Aidan Byrne. And you employ a lot of people and you give a lot back to your community. We have, I've been a CEO for 51 years. And for 51 years, uh, every one of my employees have gotten a paycheck. They never missed a paycheck in 51 years. And you do a lot for charitable organizations. As much as we can, we believe in church. We do a lot for the church. I am the head, highest layperson in the Greek Orthodox Church in uh, America. I uh, do a lot for charities, a lot for children's charities, a lot for medical charities. I believe in giving back. And uh, I also... uh, Uh, I've trained my children to be generous and to do the right thing. Let's quickly talk about the war on Christmas. We see signs of it everywhere. It comes up every year. Some of the big retailers, for whatever reason, public pressure, wokeness, call it what you will, will only put up happy holidays. They refuse to put up, have a nice Christmas, joyous Christmas. We see some of the uh, chains with their fancy coffee cups, uh, no Santa icons or Christmas trees because that might offend somebody. We see protests and people objecting to the idea of putting up a nativity scene in the public square. It's horrible. What are these people thinking of? They're led by CEOs that do not have the courage to speak out. Christmas, whether you're Jewish, whether you're Christian, Christmas, I believe, stands for love, uh, and uh, and the American way of hugging people at, at the holiday time and wait for the new year to come by. And uh, I don't believe, uh, to many Christians, it's a, it's a religious holiday. But to many Americans, it's just a holiday for love and the end of the year. So you could be secular and you can celebrate Christmas. It's not offending anyone. I don't think it'll offend anybody. I love Christmas. I love uh, Christmas trees. Uh, And I have many, many Jewish friends that have Christmas trees. It doesn't offend them. And I'm not offended by anything that anybody does for their their religion. Uh, As a matter of fact, I am set up with some of my uh, friends, and we're going to light the menorah on, uh, um, on Fifth Avenue, the tallest menorah in the world. Uh, during the uh, holiday season for the Jewish holidays. Well, that's just wonderful. So if we see protests on the street or people doing crazy things protesting Christmas, how should New York deal with that? How should it put a stop to that nonsense? Well, sometimes some of these people are just nuts. Mm. Some of these people are being paid to protest. you got to remember that. Don't leave that alone. Paid agitators. That does happen in our country. There are foreign entities that want to create agitation in our country. And smart people realize that, and people should be aware of that possibility. Some of the protests in recent years or in past history have been financed by outside operators, some of these street shenanigans. Yes. And who would they be? Russia? And it could be Russia, it could be China. I mean, it's got to be somebody uh, big enough that they're going to profit 
remember the word profit from mm. the from the agitation uh, in our country. Which kind of brings us full circle because you talked about China and other countries essentially laughing at America and cutting off uh, oil production. So that's some of what's going on here. There's outside interests wanting to undermine America for their own economic self-interest. What I've said the day after the election in November this year, I said to all my, I have a lot of liberal friends and there's nothing wrong with being liberal. I also said to these friends, let's help the American, Americans in need first before we offer help for the whole world. We cannot feed the entire world. We have to protect our borders. I believe in immigration, but I believe letting people into our country that love America, want to work hard for America, not people into our country that just want to take from us. We want people that are going to work hard and help create for their families, not people that just want to come here and see what they can get from us. John, you're active in politics and you've often put your name out there as somebody who would run for higher office, any higher office in your crosshairs. My employees and my company uh, uh, need me. They get a paycheck every year for 51 years. Uh, I am training uh, uh, some replacements. I am training my son to replace me. Um, When I feel comfortable, then I may run for higher office. And, and what might that be? Would you take a run for governor? I mean, that's going to be uh, an open field. Well, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I am I'm not willing to, to, to make any uh, anything right now, but uh, I'm going to keep But you, you have an open mind about it. I have and, an open mind. And, and something an that I would presume you would finance your own campaign. You would certainly be able to. We certainly have the ability on it. And we certainly, when I ran for mayor last time, uh, we financed something. Yeah, we had because, instead of having fundraisers, we had the word friend raises. We raised friends instead of raising funds. You would be running against potentially Mayor de Blasio. I don't know who else has thrown their hat in the ring. I, I, he I, has I have not made any he I hasn't. Not made decisions yet, so I would leave that open. Uh, what are you doing for Christmas? How are you celebrating it? Anything special at your stores? Any what will the signs of Christmas I be like? I believe in Christmas. I, I'm I tell my Walmart people, uh, decorate the stores as nicely as possible. And uh, uh, let's make it, you know, maybe a little bit of white Christmas could help too if God, if God our creator helps with that. And will you have your signage up, Merry Christmas and all that? There'll be no expression of that. Absolutely. So you will. Hey, John, it's been a great pleasure. Thank you for being on my show and thank you for giving me your time. Thank you for having me and we'll catch up again real soon. Okay. Merry Christmas. You are listening to Dig Life Deep with John Aiden Byrne. You can reach the host in the U.S. at 973-529-4699. That's 973-529-4699. 973-529-4699. Email burndesk at gmail.com. That's burndesk, B-Y-R-N-E, desk at gmail.com. Burndesk at gmail.com. Subscribe for free.